Hey everyone, this is Christopher Luxon, the former CEO of Air New Zealand. This is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. This is Tracy Ibarra. I'm an executive solutions at Dell Technologies. This is Travis Chappell, founder of Build Your Network. If you are wanting to learn how to embrace change, to navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, my very good friend, Dennis Giannoutsos. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsos. Hey, listeners, welcome to another episode with me, which is a mashup where I'm bringing you different snippets of different episodes I have with my guests, where I'm interviewing them around the world. And what I'm doing is I'm bringing in certain parts of two different questions. Uh, Who's your favorite leader, Uh, whether that person's alive or from history? Who's your favorite leader and why? And then the second question is, the show's called Leadership is Changing. And when I say that statement, that title, what does that mean for you? Uh, interesting, one of my guests that I've struggled with that question, uh, but then he comes out with some beautiful things as well. So you'll hear that in the second person that I share with. So from episode 296, Kurt Chufit, uh, he is, uh, the title of that episode is, How Do You Stay Motivated? And then from the second uh, episode or second guest that I have on this mashup, from episode 297, John Churakis is his name, and he's, uh, the title of the episode is Be Connected With Your People. So it's good to be back with you again uh, on this mashup. I've uh, taken a week out uh, due to uh, being te- or testing positive uh, for COVID, and of course the uh, we just thought the voice wasn't right, and now we're back into it again. And it's very exciting. So, listeners, sit back, listen, and enjoy the mashup. Who's your favorite leader and why? I really struggle with that question, Dennis, because there are leaders for different things. I I think back of the people who I really like. I like Martin Luther King because he led a movement, and that movement was very emotive. I like Tony Robbins because he's a leader in a motivational standpoint. Um, I like a man who leads his family because that's the tradition I come from. And so there's many, many different leaders that I, that I see and I respect because of that. And I think we're, we're kind of in a, in a vacuum right now. We, we, we hear about people who are leaders, whether it's more of a motivational or more of an inspirational social or even a, a religious, and then they go and they fall and they are hypocrites and they do damage. And that damages all of leaders that we all get slapped in the face as we stand in line with that. And it's really difficult. And so I I pick my leaders based on what they do and how they're doing it for that particular scenario. So if we take Martin Luther King, or we take Tony Robbins, because the two names you've just mentioned, if you sat on a park bench with one of them, I don't know which one you want to choose, what would be the question you want to ask them? First, I'd go to Martin Luther King and, and I'd say, how did you stay motivated when the world was so literally against you? And again, this is earlier than when I grew up, so I'm, I can't even go back and think that way. And if 
that was Martin Luther on my left and I had Tony Robbins on my right, I, I would say, Tony, tell me more about how not having food on the table motivated you to feed a billion people. And, and how did you stay motivated when the world was against you? Yeah, I, I think that's great. Oh, interesting. You took two of them on either side of the park bench. That's pretty cool. I actually throw that question at my at my uh, guests as well because I think it's quite important for us to understand there's a burning question we probably got to ask them or we want to ask them, and um, I think it's good. The reason I ask it as well is that I think one big thing here, Kurt, that you talked about, you know, when you're talking about the coaching and helping people through things and so forth, it all comes down to questions. And if I can get you to share with our listeners a question you might ask, I think that's pretty, pretty cool because I think it's a really good learning for them as well, uh, which is good. Now, the show here is called Leadership is Changing. That's the title. If I say that title or that statement, what does that mean for Kurt? I think leadership is changing from that that maybe the 70s and 80s authoritative to the 90s and the early 2000s servant leader. What does that mean? And now we're moving into a coach mentoring role. I think leadership continues to ebb and flow and evolve. And, and I think now we're trying to collaborate because the world is smaller, technology is larger, there's more tools available for us to help in our leadership advancement. Yeah, I like that. The stages of coaching, of, of leadership, sorry, authority to servant leadership and then onto the more of a coaching collaborative side of things. I, I love that. I think that's, that's a beautiful way to say it, actually, because you can see the different stages over the years. Now, here's a question for you. Now, this person could be alive or from history. Who's your favorite leader and why? I say that, uh, my favorite leader that's alive right now would be Toto Wolf, the uh, the the chief or general manager of uh, the Mercedes Formula One team. That guy is just super impressive. Mm. Yeah, just just incredible what he's been been able to do. Um, and then, I mean, there's so many that that have passed on, and I don't even know if they were even like really great leaders. Some of them, but just you know, people that you try to just emulate. Um, as far as like a, a communication person, I was always amazed by uh, how prodigious uh, Ben Franklin was. So, so that's probably, uh, you know, if I had to look at a, a dead leader, somebody that I would try to emulate. Um, obviously, you haven't met Ben Franklin. Um, also, have you met the, the Mercedes Formula One guy? No, I have not. No, so no that guy is incredible. If you were to meet one of them and be on a park bench somewhere having a coffee with them, what would, what would be one question you would ask them? Um. Hmm. I think what motivates them, like right? So yeah, just based on how much they're 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 trying to achieve, and then I think the other is what is their relationship with control? Because I've noticed the most successful people, there's this ability to let go of control and and just really trust the team around them to get these things done. And to me, that is just, it's, it's amazing. Not that I'm a control freak or anything, but we, our anxieties go up the further we are from an outcome if we genuinely care. So that's something that I believe they have, you know, they're, they're a bit stronger at that uh, or quite, quite stronger <laughs> at that than I am. So in other words, they've got control of themselves to be able to handle control. Right. Yeah. So the further you are from the, the end delivery of something, um, you're trusting all these systems and processes and people to not be complacent and get that done at equal the standard that you set or higher. And, you know, the, between my companies, you know, there's you know roughly uh, like 60 people. 
So it's not that much. And some of these others, just the racing team, I believe there's, you know, a few hundred people, which is amazing winning. Like, I think it's like eight championships now, which I, I find remarkable. Um, or even take, you know, a company like uh, like Apple. I, I would have probably said Steve Jobs is my hero until I read the biography on him. And I was like, wow, I don't want to be anything like that guy. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that to me is just remarkable how you just build this thing with a really solid foundation. Granted, some of my words, but uh, you continually go up and you're just so far away from what's actually being built and delivered. Yeah. And I and I think the the big thing here that I'm I'm hearing what you say, it's around processes, systems, things like that. Because any high performing team, high performing organization, uh, high performing individual, whether they're an athlete or corporate world, entrepreneur, it always comes down. There's this one trait that I keep saying, well there's a few traits. One is of course attitude and so forth. But one trait that I see outside of resilience or grit it comes down to processes and systems they have in place because they can do rinse and repeat, but they, they, they know what works. They know what's really good, but they're more efficient than other people. And uh, I see that trait everywhere coming through from process around processes and systems. Is that something that even a leader who runs a small team or a leader that runs a larger team, because a lot of them are going, well, I'm a leader. I'm not an entrepreneur. I don't own the business and all things like that. Do they? Do you think that they should actually still have processes and systems for them around their leadership and the way that they run teams and things like that? For sure. And it's, 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 there's always a process, whether you know there's a process or not. There's there's a process taking place. So it behooves you to define that process and optimize it to the best of your abilities, especially if you want to be better. And if you're not waking up to be better than you were the day before, I don't know what to tell you, right? You probably should. You're probably not listening to this podcast. So I, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that is inherently important for everybody. And I think some cultures embrace that more than, than others. And I would say that those are just more successful individuals. I mean, even take parenting, right? The, the parents that are teaching your kid, all right, clean your room, make your bed, do those things. So these little processes, these little habits that are going to serve you better in life. So yeah, I, I agree. Leaders should be looking at, whether it's them calendaring, which I think is a leadership skill, when somebody's not making sure that they block off their their, their time effectively or giving someone their undivided attention, um, or even uh, the way that they go about their work, uh, I think those are those are inherent things that every leader should should do for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now the show's called Leadership is Changing. When I say that title, the show or that statement, what does that mean for you? I mean, in the most simple terms, that leadership is changing. <laughs> I I could try to change the words around, but um, yeah. And I think it's just maybe the evolution, right? So um, the evolution of uh, of leadership. Yeah. I don't know how much more I can add to that, Dennis. Yeah. No, just that some people think, oh, is it? No, it's not. And then others are saying, yeah, it needs to. Um, And so it's quite interesting just to get different, you know, people that I interview, their perspective on it and where they see things going around leadership and that whether it is changing or not. And um, yeah. Yeah, I agree it is. Mm. Yeah. And, and I, and I think, so if I was just to look at just even like, you know, in the last, like, you know, 30 something years since, since I've been alive or, or cognizant of what's going on, there was more uh, authoritarian leadership, right? So there was more somebody talking at you and mm. you had to do this thing. And if you didn't do this thing, you were going to be shamed and you don't want that scenario, right? Or punished in some other way or some form. I, I, I believe which changing now, and I think it's for the better is 
it's more uh, it's, it's it's more genuine being with somebody saying, hey, we're going to align what it is that you want with what it is that I want. And it's going to be mutual based on these these outcomes. Not, it doesn't necessarily have to be entirely equitable, but it's going to be substantially closer than, than it was before. So I think there's more of. I dare use the word like shared vulnerability, but I think there's just more of a connection between, um, you know, the, the person that's leading and the person that is following um, than it was before. Hmm. There you go. You see? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't understand the question. Forgive me. I was educated in Florida. Oh, so. what does that mean? Uh, that there, there it is. I mean, those in the in the US who are listening to this, they'll understand that. They'll probably go, oh, yeah, <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Well, there you go, listeners. Two wonderful guests that I've had on my podcast. The leadership is changing, uh, and it's just wonderful to have them here and listen to those two different snippets of their episodes. If you're really keen to know more about those two individuals, go back and listen to their full episodes where I interview them and ask them a whole lot of different questions. From episode 296, Kurt Chufit, uh, How Do You Stay Motivated? Awesome episode and uh, great discussion. Uh, John Churakis is from episode 297, Be Connected With Your People, and it was interesting how he sort of struggled a little bit with that leadership is changing question, but then came out with some beautiful things as well to share. And he said that he was actually educated in Florida. I don't know what that means, but people in the, in the Americas may know what that means, but um, a wonderful guest. Highly recommend that you go and listen to both those episodes as well. Hope you're really enjoying these uh, mashups as we bring them to you at the moment. Uh, listeners, always great to be with you. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.